Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, already December 5th, 2019, if you can believe that. Um, I have a very interesting, I think, at least I find it very interesting, uh, news and views today. But before we get started with that, I want to talk about uh, tomorrow's vid chat. I've had to cancel that because um, I'm having scheduling difficulties, and Catherine Fitz was supposed to be here last weekend, and she had scheduling difficulties, so she decided, well, I'll come next weekend. And so tomorrow, of course, I had the vid chat scheduled around her previously scheduled visit, so I've had to cancel that. But for all of you that have sent questions in, I have archived those for next week's vid chat, which, <laughs> Lord willing, cross your fingers, we are having. All right, now, I want to get down to today's story because both Catherine and I and everybody else that I know that watches financial news have been scratching our heads wondering just what the heck is really going on with these moves now by banks, particularly in Europe, to go to negative interest rates, okay? Imagine that, negative interest rates. That's, uh, you know, I grew up in an age where my folks taught me, you know, save your money, put it in a savings account, and you earn a little interest on it. And you look at the interest rate, and it's, you know, 2% two per, two or something like that. So in other words, for every dollar you put in, over time you get two pennies added to your account. Well, negative interest rates means, of course, if you leave your money in the bank, they're going to charge you to leave your money in the bank, so you're going to actually lose money <laughs> by trying to save it. And thus far in Europe, these negative interest rates have applied only to large savers. But now there's a story in Zero Hedge that German banks have pulled the trigger and decided to go ahead and charge their so-called retail customers, in other words, the small depositor, negative interest rates on their deposits in their banks. Now, we're not told in the article I'm going to read you, this article is from Zero Hedge, we're not told exactly what types of accounts these are in. Are they standard savings accounts? Are they the German equivalent of a Roth IRA? You know, we don't know. But in other words, uh, they have pulled the trigger on your average saver. Okay, so I want to read this to you because it finally dawned on me what the game may be about here. And both of these scenarios are very, very speculative. I want to emphasize that. I have a shred of evidence for this speculation, but nevertheless, I'm going to toss it out there just to have it on the record so that people can watch future developments and either my speculation will be confirmed or it'll be disproven, one of the two. So the article is titled, The Floodgates Are Open, German Banks Start Charging Retail Servers. And I'm going to pick uh, one, two, three, four, 
five, six paragraphs that are scattered throughout this article. I'm not going to break between reading them, so I'm just going to read them as if they were the article, but please understand I'm omitting stuff, but I want you to listen very, very carefully. Quote, it has been just over seven years since the European Central Bank's key deposit facility rate was positive, and just a few weeks ago, it was lowered to a record low of minus 50 basis points. Well, it appears we are about to reach the vinegar strokes of that historical mistake. As Bloomberg reports, German banks are breaking the last taboo, charging retail clients for their savings starting with the very first euro in their accounts. While many banks have been passing on negative rates to clients for some time, they have typically only done so for deposits of 100,000 euros or about $111,000 or more. That is changing with one small lender, Volksbank Reifens Eisenbank Fürst and Feldbruck, a regional, that's a tongue twister, a regional bank close to Munich planning to impose a rate of minus 0.5% to all savings in certain new accounts. We will soon see a chain reaction, said Friedrich Heinemann, who heads the Department on Corporate Taxation and Public Finance. Banks that do not follow with negative interest rates would be flooded with liquidity. The European Central Bank's imposition of negative interest rates have created an absurd situation in which banks don't want to hold deposits Rage's uh, Union, uh, Union Bank Switzerland CEO, Sergi Ermati, arguing that this policy is hurting social systems and savings rates. In the long run, negative rates ruin the financial system. The German savings rate was around 10% in 2017, almost twice the euro area average. But one wonders what will happen now that even mom and pop will have to pay to leave their spare cash in safekeeping. Will deposit levels tumble in favor of the mattress? Or as some have suggested, gold will get a bid as a costless way of storing wealth, unquote. Now, that's the Zero Hedge article. I, as I say, I've skipped around. I've pulled a few paragraphs and I've just read them to you. Uh, straight up. Now, you'll notice one of the things that it made reference to is new accounts and certain types of accounts. And my first speculation is that those are the accounts, like your typical savings account, that you can go in, deposit, or withdraw money in any amount at any time. So in other words, I suspect that, that one speculation here is that they're targeting what may end up to be short-term depositors. They want people to stay in for the long haul. Okay, that may be one possibility. There's not enough information in this article to tell, and I was snooping around trying to find out if that was indeed what was taking place. I couldn't find very much about it, so I'm tossing that speculation out there. But there are two bigger ones, two grander schemes 
that I think may be in play here. And the first one is you'll have noted in the article that it specifically pointed out that banks which do not follow the European Central Bank's negative interest rate policy, but that maintain interest rates in the positive, are going to be a wash in liquidity. In other words, people are going, you know, you wouldn't leave your money in a savings account where leaving it there actually drains you of money. You're going to take that money out and put it somewhere where it's going to get you more money or earn you more money. So in other words, part of this can be seen as a way of stimulating investment and stimulating consumption. Take your money out, go spend it, or invest it in the stock market or whatever. But the other possibility here, listen closely, is that if you have an entire region, such as the Eurozone, adopting this kind of policy, what's the result? Well, liquidity flees that zone and goes to another region of the world where those types of policies are not in effect. In other words, we may be looking at a kind of trial balloon in liquidity redistribution by way of using negative interest rates tied into the central banking system. So in other words, a central bank in Europe, such as the European Central Bank, can impose this policy while, let's say, the central bank of Brazil does not. And the central bank of Brazil offers pretty good rates for savers, that liquidity is going to leave Europe and go to Brazil. Okay, that's one possibility. I'm calling it uh, the liquidity redistribution policy. But there's an even deeper possibility here. If you drive globally a policy of negative interest rates, let's just, let's just hypothesize for a moment. If you drive a global policy of negative interest rates and insist and enforce that 90% or 95% of world banks have to follow that policy, then what happens? Cash leaves the bank, goes into the mattress, and then what happens? Well, if those banks drive cash out of the system and then impose a new cashless transaction mechanism, such as cryptocurrencies, like, incidentally, the Bank of England was talking about a few years ago, and the Bank of International Settlements has been talking about as recently as a couple months ago. If you drive cash out of the system that way, then what you're really doing is you're making all of that worthless cash move into the mattress while you're imposing a system of transaction that no one can use unless they're part of that system. Now, in response to that, it's entirely possible that you will see erected new systems of financial clearing that bypass the SWIFT system of, of Western financial clearing that is the monopoly. It's the chokehold on international financial clearing. That's why you see Russia and China, even Japan, attempting to build out financial clearing mechanisms that bypass it. And I suspect that if this scenario of negative interest rates tied to an ultimate policy, an ultimate global policy of forcing cash out of the system 
and into the mattress, so to speak, that this may be the reason that you see in certain areas of the world autonomous or semi-autonomous governmental units pulling out of that system. And I'm thinking specifically in the United States of the state of Texas, which a couple of years ago passed a law to open its own state bullion depository. And if you read it very carefully, it's for the express purpose of being able to transact. And I suspect that that may be a harbinger of a situation where they might have to issue their own currency. So in other words, my take here is that if that is the goal, if they are going to try to experiment with negative interest rates on a small basis to see what the reaction is before they take that policy global, I suspect that inevitably that will fail because you're going to see people that will not trust the system. And incidentally, I have a blog coming out uh, tomorrow, and I had one come out today on other aspects of this financial potential reset that I would ask you to go and read the blog and kind of compare notes with with this uh, news and views. So that's my high-octane speculation. I want to caution again. I have not had time to do enough research in the background of this article, but I thought it was... Um, important enough to put out there, so to speak, on the record and, and get it out there and, and have other people, you know, bring it to their attention. And if you guys run into research that tends to disprove that idea or tends to prove it, you know, pass it along to me in an email and uh, eventually I'll probably blog about it. But this is a significant development, folks. It's kind of one of those very significant stories that goes off the radar that, you know, most people don't pay attention to. I think it's highly significant, and we're going to see where this goes. Now, don't forget, tomorrow there is no vid chat. For those of you who have already sent questions, I still have your questions. They are archived, and we'll be covering those uh, a week from tomorrow. And that schedule, the vid chat schedule, is still unchanged with respect to the rest of the month. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views from the Nefarium. I'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.